Well, praise God, Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Risen from the dead, glory to God. Amen. He is alive and powerful. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want us to open up in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8, and it'll be the New King James. And it reads, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Praise God. Now this was the Lord Jesus Christ that's recorded here after he has risen from the dead and he is about to ascend on high and he gives his disciples uh, some 2,000 years ago the Great Commission. And that Great Commission is still in force today. It is still in force even in the future and as long as the Lord you know, tarries and doesn't return, the Great Commission is for us, praise God. Hallelujah. And so he said, along with the Great Commission, you shall receive the power or the dunamis of the Holy Spirit, praise God. Hallelujah. I've entitled this message, The Dunamis, or excuse me, Dunamis is Not Magic, Part 3, praise God. In this opening verse, it gives us the understanding, and I've already shared a little bit of that to you. But as we look into this, I believe it's important that we understand how important the power of the Spirit is to be a witness of Jesus in the earth. Amen. I mean, after all, Jesus went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Jesus came, according to the Scripture, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, praise God. And so we, we, we can't think about a scriptural Jesus without thinking about signs and wonders and miracles that he did. Hallelujah. He was born in a miraculous manner. It was not by, you know, sexual relations. It was by the, the Spirit of God causing the Word of God to be fulfilled. He ministered and lived in a, a, a powerful way that he did not sin. And he was constantly, even as a young child, causing people to be baffled by his wisdom. He stepped into ministry, and he cast out demons, he healed the sick, he, he caused needs to be met. There was so many things he did. Hallelujah. He died on the cross for our sin. Hallelujah. He rose again from the dead on the third day, as he said he would. And he ascended on high, and he says, I'm coming back. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you believe Jesus' return is true? Amen. Well, it's part of the gospel, dear ones. It's part of the message of the salvation in Christ, that he not only works salvation by shedding his blood and being uh, raised from the dead, but he also gave the promise of his return. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so the context of this verse that we looked at, Acts chapter 1, verse 8, is that Jesus has risen from the dead and is standing before them, his disciples, after some 40 days he had uh, shown himself alive to them, praise God, in different ways and different manner, praise God. And he ascends on high, but before he goes, Jesus gives them what is called the Great Commission. He gives the authority in his name to preach and teach 
the good news of his birth, life, ministry, death, resurrection, and return. Praise God. This authority is in his name would be accompanied by the unmatched, unmatched power of the Holy Spirit. The Greek calls it dunamis. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, it's important that we understand that the Great Commission, as I stated earlier, was for them, but it's also for us, and it will be still in force until the Lord returns. And the Great Commission is all about uh, getting the message of Jesus into all the world, praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus, uh, he gave the Great Commission to go into all the world and preach and teach the gospel with signs and wonders and miracles, praise God. He didn't just give it for the first century church, dear ones. He is still giving it to you and me. Amen. Amen. That Great Commission is just as much uh, a responsibility to us and a great blessing and calling as it was to them long ago. And it will still be in force, as I said, until Jesus returns. Amen. Praise God. And so it is so important that we accept it and we begin to walk it out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus gave the Great Commission and we need to accept it. We need to receive it. Praise God. These signs and wonders, what were they? They are still relevant today. What are they? Salvation, speaking in tongues or languages of the Holy Spirit, driving out demons, healing the sick, and divine protection. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this speaks of being transformed. There's no way that we can do this in and of ourselves without being transformed through Christ Jesus and by the Holy Spirit of God and His power. Praise God. This speaks of being transformed from sin to righteousness. Praise God. Dunamis, according to the Strong's Concordance, can be defined in English primarily as miraculous power, might, and strength. Praise God. It is imperative. It is very important to notice that Jesus sent the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the Great Commission, to accomplish this transformation. Hallelujah. He sent the power because it's important. He sent the power because we need it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as important as changing our minds, which is another way of defining repentance, as important as repentance is, you know, it is very important. Uh, I'm not going to go into this uh, too far, but, you know, the Bible says without repentance, we, you know, the, that's our sin is still in us. It's through the repentance of God that we receive our salvation, praise God. Hallelujah. It's like you're walking one direction, you realize it's the wrong direction, and you turn around. You change your mind, therefore changing your direction of life, and that is repentance, praise God. Changing the mind resulting in a change of life, praise God. So definitely that is important. I'm not putting it down, I'm not belittling it at all, but it is not enough 
It is not enough without the dunamis of the Holy Spirit to transform us into the calling of God on our lives. Praise God. The dunamis power of the Holy Spirit was sent to confirm the word of the living and true God. And this is the key to being transformed. I remember when I first uh, gave my life to Christ uh, in rededication and I received the baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. Out of the heart, out of the heart, the living waters will flow. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe that's what the Lord was saying. But anyway, it's important that we understand because I began to think, you know, what really caused the change in my life? Because I went, just like I stated earlier, I was going one way and then my life changed after that. And still today, people that knew me then shake their heads and are a little scared because of what God has done in me and how the change has come forth. Now, not everybody. I mean, there's a lot of people that have asked and I've told them and they've received, praise God. Hallelujah. But there are those that just don't understand what happened to Wheeler. Amen? And so I began to ponder that. I began to think on that. And I remember that, yes, experience is important. Yes, the, the power of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues was very important, very powerful. But that in and of itself would not have been enough to see me to this point in life today. We cannot just trust in experiences even though we can believe for them and we can see them in our life we must hold to the reason the power of God has come and that is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit or excuse me of the written word amen by the Holy Spirit the word of God is confirmed and we are transformed. Without the Word, the Spirit will not move in your life. Without the Word, the power of God will not be recognized by you or even others because we're to preach and teach the Bible and these signs will follow that. The power of God will confirm it with signs following. Signs, wonders, and miracles, praise God. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Jesus didn't just go around, you know, showing, showing off or, or doing miracles everywhere he went. No, he taught the word, he preached the word, and then he, can, he uh, put, it to, put it to action. And the power of the Spirit confirmed that word. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I have seen God do mighty things in and through my short little life. Amen. I have seen him confirm his word in many different ways. And the first one was in me. The first way the, that the word of God was com confirmed and it brought transformation was in me. Amen. And then through me. Praise God. But it's always the word that must be held high. The name of Jesus is the word of God. 
Hallelujah. Jesus is the Word of God made flesh. Hallelujah. He said that, you know, you've, you've got to know the Word if you're going to know Him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And so it's important that, that we come to Jesus through the Word. We believe in Jesus by the Word. And we minister in the name of Jesus through the Word. And when we do that, then the power of the Spirit that we've received in the baptism of the Spirit, the, the, this dunamis from on high that, that Jesus has given us, it will move in and through our lives to cause that Word to be seen, to be confirmed in and through us. Praise God. So as we apply God's Word to our life and minister it to others, the dunamis of the Holy Spirit confirms the Word and causes us to become and minister the Word to others. Amen. So again, what caused the transformation of me to continue throughout these years is that, yes, I had a great experience with God, no doubt about it. I have a great testimony about how God moved on me and, and signs and wonders when I gave my life to Him. But... I've said this repeatedly, that in and of itself would not have been enough. And it's not enough for you. There are a lot of people that go from one meeting to another meeting, one church to another church, to try to get some experience with God. They're following after the signs and wonders, and, oh yeah, get a little word in there. No, we follow after the word and the leading of the Spirit, and then the power shows up, praise God. Jesus again said in the Great Commission, these signs will follow those that believe. He didn't say those that believe will follow after signs and wonders. No, he said these signs will follow the believer. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it's that putting the word first. And, I, and there's been times in my life where my, my witness may have faltered a little bit here and there. And I'll tell you why. I didn't keep the word first place. Are you listening to me? So keep the word first. And even if you falter, thanks be to God, we can be forgiven and we can be restored. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Spirit will confirm the word of restoration. Spirit, soul, body, situation, circumstance... Hallelujah. Our God reigns. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. And the Lordship of Jesus is manifest through the dunamis of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So again, experience is great. Experience is wonderful. But as great as experience is, it is not enough to keep us being transformed throughout the ongoing years. Now, having said that, let me make it very clear. I believe in signs and wonders. I've already talked about that. I believe in experience. I believe God will give you experience with Him. But, and, and we don't want to be like some people that don't believe in the supernatural, the miraculous today. You know, they just hold to creeds. But we should believe the Word of God in the understanding that the power of God will confirm it with signs following. Amen? Yes. Praise God forever. Praise God forever. So we must apply the Word of God to our lives 
and trust in the dunamis power to confirm it. When I rededicated my life to Jesus and I was filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of other tongues, praise God, then, you know, I spent a lot of time praying before I stepped out and studying the Word, but I stepped out. And I began to apply that as God had saved me, as God had restored me, then He most certainly would do it in the lives of others. So I applied that principle, and I saw people come to Christ. Hallelujah. As God ministers in His Word, healing to me, and, and so forth and so on, deliverance from addictions and this and that, then I applied that Word, and I ministered it to others. And God did that. Hallelujah. And He's still doing it today. Hallelujah. So, we must receive from God an experience and then apply that word or that principle of the word in and through us as we minister it. Praise God. So, as we apply God's word to our life and minister it to others, the dunamis of the Holy Spirit confirms the word and causes us to become and minister the word to others. The transformation, dear ones, is the Word becoming flesh in you. And that transformation then enables you to minister that to others so the Word becomes flesh in them. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want us to look at Isaiah chapter 14 and I want to look at another key. Isaiah 14 verses 12 through 15. And it reads... And this is the prophetic word of Isaiah, speaking of the devil in his exalted state, and then he's cast down. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, or hell, to the lowest depths of the pit. You see, when Lucifer fell and he sinned against God, it's very important you see what he did. In the middle of sin is the big I. When Lucifer fell from his exalted position in heaven, he said, I will. I will. There he did it. He sinned. It was no longer about the will of God. It was all about him. The key to being transformed and continuing in the transformation of God in your life is being more committed to the Lord and His calling to be His witness, whether that be a pastor, prophet, evangelist, whatever, or whether that be someone that helps in the church, whether it be somebody that witnesses on the job, whatever it is, as you keep that priority Number one, seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, hallelujah, then He will 
cause is need our needs our needs to be met praise God but if we put ourselves in the number one position and put God somewhere else then we will not only fall like Lucifer but we will fall back into what we were Amen. and it will be a great fall but if you want to keep going with God you keep God first place it's not about what you will it's about what God wills Amen. praise God and God will certainly meet our needs as we serve him and reach out in his word to the needs of people praise God People have experiences with God and trust in the experience to continue to keep them free. To keep them transformed. But the dunamis is for the word. And the power of transformation, the signs and wonders, is to confirm the word. So again, don't get the cart before the horse, so to speak. Amen? Keep the word first place. Trust in the power of God to confirm it. And you will see mighty things in you and through you. Yes. Praise God. Amen. The Great Commission has not changed. Amen. Because Jesus has not changed. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8. Receive the Lordship of Christ into your life today. Commit yourself to Him according to His Word. And receive the power of his Holy Spirit call upon Jesus now don't put it off call upon him knowing he hears you and begin to worship him begin to thank him for the salvation being born again being delivered from sin and likewise begin to ask for the power and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit praise God receive that power according to the word because the word says it it is true because the word says it I will ask of you Lord because the word says it I receive from you Lord do you understand me it's so important we keep the word first begin to pray begin to worship him out of your heart not just out of your head it's okay to again get your head on straight so to speak and make different resolves praise God to, to worship God and to serve him to make a uh, you know many people do it you know they do New Year's resolutions yes. and the vast majority of them fail and give up on it within just a few weeks right. so keep the word first don't give up on the word and the power will continue to move through you Amen. praise God in Acts chapter 2 verses 1 through 4 we see that when they receive the Holy Spirit they began to speak in a language they'd never learned, but they received it nonetheless. And it gave glory to God. And people around them, they saw that something had happened, and they didn't really understand it. So Peter began, instead of saying, oh, I don't know what to do now, people know, he began to share it and preach it and began to declare, this is the word of God, Joel's, Prophecy is fulfilled in your ears. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it's so important that we don't step back from what God has done. 
We don't step back from what God has promised us, but we step forward and grab hold of it, and we declare it to a lost and dying world. Amen. Praise God. Today, God still fills with the Spirit. Today, God still causes us to speak in other tongues. Praise God. Today, God will move in and through your life. Open up. Don't hide from Him. Open up. Become bare to Him. And open up your heart. And let God flood your soul with the river of His Holy Spirit. Praise God. Amen. God bless you.